Hello, this is Hi and Bothered. Hi, I'm Courtney. I'm Rebecca. And this is the podcast that we keep saying we're going to do and keep not doing. But here we are, and we're doing it. And we're doing it We're again. doing it. We've got lots of life updates. Yeah. We have reasons for it. Let's not even get into that. No one fucking cares. We got to see Taylor Swift at Gillette Stadium. We did. And it was absolutely fucking magical. And that's what we're here to talk about. Let's start. Okay. So let's start with the miracle that was the pre-sale. Oh, my God. God, I don't know, just like the strike of God that was Sarah getting those pre-sale tickets. Like, getting in right before Ticket Bastard um, fucking crashed because they just weren't prepared for the Swifties. Don't try and gaslight me. You were the one who sent out the codes. <laughs> Bitch. You knew how many codes you sent out. <sighs> Truly, yeah. Like, oh my God, our, our complaints about... Ticket Bastard is not going to end, and these are all our opinions. We are never going to forgive you. <laughs> Absolutely not. But yeah, so our friend Sarah snagged tickets in pre-sale lower bowl for face value, which is absurd because tickets were reselling in that section for up to 4000 And I believe that they were selling for that because by, like, tickets sold out or... So we think. Dun, 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 dun. More, more on that later. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, I mean. And then we spent however long it was. I forget when we got the tickets. but It was like six months ago. Uh, yeah, right? I think it was like six months. Just like counting down the fucking days. Just like super stoked. Mm-hmm. Talking about making friendship bracelets, most of which we, like, rushed to make the night before. But isn't that just, like, who doesn't? I'm sorry. Would it not be us if we didn't, like, procrastinate? All of the people on the TIGTACs that were posting, like, six months ago that they already had, like, 20,000 bracelets made or some shit. Also, there wasn't a big, like, there definitely was bracelet trading at Gillette it did happen but I think bracelet trading happened a lot harder at other venues probably because in other in other parts of the country mm-hmm. they're a lot friendlier yeah we're we a fucking New Englanders and we don't want to talk to each other exactly like and it's like it's like we we do talk to each other but we're just we're a little bit too New England it's, to be like, do you want to trade bracelets? Like, it's more just like out of necessity, like you're all in the same area commiserating with these people, <laughs> which is what happened later on which on is, Sunday. But like, you know, it's just like we don't want to we don't want to gap. We're just like fair. But I mean, there was still some bracelet trading that happened. I got to because I also got blessed by the Taylor Swift um, goddesses to go on Friday night with my cousin and I got stopped by some girls who were just like, oh, you have friendship bracelets. And I was just like, oh, yeah. And they were like, oh, we only have a couple. And I was like, that's fine. You want to give me a bracelet? Like, here, take them. And they were like, really? And I was like, yeah. Like, you don't need to give me a bracelet. It's fine. And I, it was fun. It was cute. A fun way to connect with, like, Gen Z. Because they were all, like, tw- they weren't 12. I'm sure they were older than 12. But I have no perception of age. You know what I just realized? Speaking of the bracelets... On Sunday, when yeah. we went with Sarah to Gillette Stadium, and there was that guy mm-hmm. that was like, he was working there just directing people yeah. where to go, but he was like hyping people up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure t- Sarah took a video of me giving him a bracelet, but I have not seen that video. Oh, you shouldn't ask her. I have I no idea. She, I think she said she was taking a I was busy playing, hanging out with the girl who was wearing a sign that said, uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes, and I got to spin a wheel, and I and it landed on one, so I got to pick from her little grab bag, and that's how I got those bubbles. 
<laughs> I forgot to actually ask you how you got I know, it all happened so fast. All of a sudden, I had bubbles, and I was just like, I got bubbles. But yeah, no, it was Speaking still fun. So, Rebecca went on Friday night. Yep, which was absolutely fabulous, wonderful. The weather was great. It was such a good time. I was captivated. I was very emotional at the intro that I didn't think I was going to be as emotional at the intro as I ended up being, but it was such a good time. But Saturday was the real... That Saturday, Saturday was, the was when... <laughs> I'm going to start this story. <laughs> Saturday was when it was my turn, and it started raining at 11 o'clock in the morning. And it didn't stop until literally, like, when we were walking to the car at the end of the concert. Yeah, like, it it wasn't even stopped then. It just kind of slowed down to a more tolerable pace. So, we knew a few days ahead that rain was going to be in the forecast. Yeah, We tried so hard to manifest it to not. We wanted it to change. We wanted New England to finally come through for us for the better and actually have good weather when it was supposed to be bad and not bad weather bad weather when it's supposed to be good like it usually likes to do and it just didn't happen so I got some like clear ponchos ahead of time I knew it was going to be a little bit cooler so the like kind of skimpy shirt that I was planning on wearing I was like you know what I'm gonna last minute get this like furry coat All of these, I thought, were going to be good decisions for the cause, and none of them were. Because the funny thing about ponchos you buy on Amazon in bulk is that they're not that great. Spoiler alert. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, if you're going to buy a furry coat to wear in the rain, (laughs) like, brush it with, like, a cat comb or something first. Oh, no. Because I was shedding so much. And then on top of that, it was humid, so inside of the poncho was getting wet anyway. Yeah. So then I was just, like, getting wet and covered in stray faux fur. And just damp. And so there was no escaping it. Like, there was no escaping it. By the time we even got into the stadium, we were soaked. I was wearing bell bottoms and platform sneakers. Not platform enough. Not platform enough. It was literally like soaked up to my knees by the time we even got into the stadium. And then we got teased a little bit Mm. because it stopped raining and we took our pictures. Yeah. And we went down to our seats and we were like, oh, maybe. No, I knew. I had no, uh uh-uh. We made it through, fine, I was thinking in my head, just like that, like, little, like, maybe there's hope. You had that hope, like, I didn't. <laughs> not, not, like, actual hope, but the the hope that maybe there is hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. A glimmer, you know? And it didn't really rain much during Gail's set. No, and then... Shout out Gail. Yeah. What an adorable human. So cute. And then Phoebe Bridgers... It rained, like, a little bit, or it started raining towards yeah. the end of her set. By the time that Taylor Swift got on stage, like, she didn't even get, like, an intro without there being rain. It was already steadily raining when she hit that stage. There are two things in this world Mm. that I really, really, really fucking hate. Like, they will ruin absolutely anything. And that is being wet and being cold. I mean, but it wasn't cold. We weren't, yeah. I was going to say, it it wasn't wasn't cold because it was a human rain. It wasn't, it wasn't that cold mm. like it still was there was like a still a little bit of a nip i still would have preferred to be a little bit warmer there was 
at least enough of that humidity that I wasn't like shaking. Oh, for sure. Until a little bit towards the end, because yeah. then you get to that level of wet where you're like soaked to your fucking bones. Yeah, and there's nothing. And you're you can just do like, ah. R.I.P. My portable charger drowning <sighs> at some point, getting fucking waterlogged. It's fine. Technically, I got that thing in 2017. It was 80 bucks. I've used it so many fucking times. Like, technically, I got my, um, you know, cost per use out of it, in my personal opinion. Oh, yeah, definitely. It just sucks that I have to fucking rebuy it again. But, yeah, that's how wet it was that my fucking portable charger got waterlogged in my hoodie, in my front pocket of my hoodie. I forgot about that. Yeah, you told me there was literally a... Like, I I at least didn't experience that. Like, I was having to wring out the sleeves of my hoodie and shit. Well, I also, my poncho got fucked, and I ended up abandoning it way sooner. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I abandoned my poncho. Like, I was taking it on and off because it was driving me crazy because it was, like, all that was happening was rain was gathering on the hood, Mm -hmm. and then occasionally it would, like, just dump down my face. Yeah. And I was just like, why am I doing this to myself? I could feel that my body was, like, wet already. My hair was already soaked. Yeah. I was just like... Why am I uncomfortable wrapped in fucking saran wrap right now? Yeah. I'm going to be wet anyway. So <laughs> Saran wrap. So, because I mean, that it was like, it was yeah, the thinness of saran wrap, honestly. Yeah. So at some point during the concert, like, we had abandoned basically all hope of staying dry and we're basically like just wearing clothes. At one point you bought the hoodies, which was like a moment of a little bit of dryness, which yeah. was nice. But then, of course, the hoodies got wet soon enough. Yeah. But... Despite those being the things that I hate most in this entire world that will, like, just make me in such a bad mood, I was still so fucking captivated the whole Mm -hmm. goddamn time. And it's like, when you're, like, when you're there, it's not just, like, the show. Yeah. It's, like, the feeling in the air. Mm -hmm. It is the visuals. Mm -hmm. And even though I hate being wet and I don't really enjoy standing in the rain... When I'm not choosing to, because sometimes mm-hmm. I will choose to. Sometimes yeah, of it's course. fun. Sometimes when it's like 80 degrees and it starts pouring, you just got to run yeah. out to the rain. That's that's a good time. But yeah, so even though it, it was annoying, there was still something about just like being in the rain for mm-hmm. the concert and her performing in the rain. Because if she was like cold or uncomfortable from being like soaking wet for that yeah. entire three hours that she was performing, she did not show it. Yeah, she's a performer, dude. She's like, she like she fucking thrives in the rain. She's a pro. It was wild to me. She is a true theater kid. She really is. She she knows how to put on a damn fucking show. Yeah, no, and that was so fucking great. And then I still will never get over the moment when she like does the the belly flop and disappears mm. oh my into god the yes courtney oh my god yes sarah and i were super stoked because we knew you didn't know about it but her and i would be like mm, yeah so we were like we knew it was coming so we were like looking at you yeah no <laughs> but the thing was and i mean i should have taken it as a note that you knew what like because you knew it was going to happen yeah. that obviously it wasn't something she was doing randomly but I didn't really process that you guys were, like, telling me to keep watching and pay attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that there was something you were anticipating happening. So when she made that, like, jump move, I literally thought that she was getting, like, 
a running start to just like slip and slide back up the <laughs> stage, which also would have been a baller fucking move. Yeah, but no. Like, that would have been hysterical. <laughs> But also, she definitely can't risk getting yeah, hurt can't like do that. that. Exactly. But yeah, no. Oh my God, the dive is fucking great. The Love dive, it. it was great. Yeah, and so also, much. I'm pretty sure she did say something about like waterproofing the stage so yeah. they wouldn't slip. So it probably was like sandpaper stage. Yeah, I mean the like, way they. I mean, cause yeah, no, cause I went on Friday slipped. and then I went on Saturday, and when I tell you that was the exact same show absolutely that show is waterproof there's not one detail that was missing due to the rain except for a couple of the flames that come up during you know like bad blood Mm -hmm. went out a little bit sooner on night two when it was fucking torrential so i cannot blame the torches a couple of the torches for not being as strong as they were but literally like that's the only difference i can really like yeah, and I, I still really enjoyed the torches. They didn't seem lacking to me. Exactly, so. exactly. They actually were quite a nice sudden like burst of warmth that yeah. really kind of helped push me through. Kinda, same, <laughs> same. I was saying the same thing. I was just like, when those like flames were like, pshing, I was just like, ooh. Because we were pretty close to being we were very um, close, yeah. the front of lower bowl. We were pretty close which was I have to nice. say I feel like Sarah's seats Sunday night were better than ours oh I don't, I don't think they were better I just think that they were significantly I just think that they're, I just think that they were different because once again there's no bad seats at a Taylor Swift concert that's also true is I think what it is it's just every seat is a different view yeah I feel like because the people up close miss so much. But, yeah, you get to be super close to Taylor. Yeah. But so the people back get to see so much more of the visuals. Yeah, we get to see so much more of the visuals. We got to see so much more of the visuals. Mm-hmm. But then it was like the Jumbotron was directly behind us. So yeah. if we wanted to see those more, like, up close, mm-hmm. like, images of her... Then we had to, like, fully turn around. Like, my neck was hurting at one point. Yeah. But I was like, I still want to look at what she's doing. I still um, look at what she's doing. And then as far as, like, what's going on on the actual stage, like, they're the size of ants. Like, yeah. they're they're far away. Yeah, but you have all of the screens and it's just... But oh, you have all so of the good. screens and you can see, like, what the visuals are of, like, what's important. Yeah. No, it's such a good show. Each night I went, I definitely noticed different details, too. There's a lot of details in, like, the back of, like, the Lover House during certain songs. There's one point where I can't remember which song, but the Lover House is not burnt down yet. And you see a Taylor walking on screen, and then she walks in front of this standing full body mirror and goes into it. Oh, yeah. There's like an absurd amount of detail in like the back of like on the screen on like the lover house and all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. Then I'm sure there like there were plenty of other like little Easter eggs and stuff like that. Exactly. And all stuff that I can't understand the reference because I am not capable of decoding and thinking and trying to decode the mind of Taylor Swift. We we just we're the we're the type of fans where we don't decode. We just watch the videos that the people people who decoded me because like oh my gosh i could never it's just <laughs> but yeah no so rain show magical still a delightful experience oh my god if it had been any other event like god forbid that had been like somebody taking me to a patriots game and i don't even dislike football 
But like, if I had to stand in that in a, at a football game, I would want to go mm. home. Like, I would have been like, I'm not enjoying this. Oh, like, oh, I and I. Leave. What's super funny is um, realizing now going to the stadium as an adult because like my dad had season tickets when I was a kid, so I was in that stadium all the fucking time. Hence why I knew it like the back of my hand while we were there. Shockingly, I still remember it. But yeah, so we were there all the time. We had super dope fucking Patriot seats <laughs> that I was just like, I was just like, oh shit. I was like, yeah, they were like right over there. And I was like, fuck, those are good seats, dad. <laughs> Sad we had to lose those. Damn. Right. But I mean, yeah, that's not here nor there. But so let's talk. What was one of your favorite costumes Taylor wore? Oh, God. I think it, like, has to be the the folklore dress. Do you have a preferred color? I mean, I have... Mm-hmm. Because I was avoiding watching... Oh, true, yes. So I didn't, didn't see, the see all the colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw... It was yellow mm-hmm. on Saturday. Yeah. And then it was... What co- it was It was pink on Sunday, I think. Yeah, for... um Yeah. Because I got the green dress on Friday. I fucking screeched yeah. when we got the green dress. I was like, yeah, green dress! Mm. And then this other gay man also sh- shrieked, so I felt a little better about it. <laughs> but I also really love the fucking, is it the 22? I, the, like, the really shimmery one that's, like, the two-piece really shimmery shaky during red. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um... We got it in, like, I can't remember. I got it in orange the first night, and I think we got it in green the second night. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. But then that one kind of, like, is funny because it's, like, you get what one she's wearing, but mm-hmm. then, like, the boxes she's standing on are images of her yeah. in the same outfit in different colors doing, like, the same dance at the same time. Can we talk her. about how time she has that down between her and the projections or whatever the fuck they are? Um, Part of me wonders if they're yeah, or if they're motion capturing if they're her. motion <gasps> capturing her so it's going with oh her my god probably. and they're just video editing the outfit to be different colors oh my god technology totally could i betcha they're motion capturing it because yeah it's because yeah so it would good. be way too hard to have that timed because you would have to account for like so many things so many things yeah, i guess no, yeah but i mean who knows who fucking knows or she just literally has like a thing like a, in her earpiece it's just like five six seven eight one two three four five six seven eight yeah, and one exactly. two three. <laughs> but i doubt it yeah yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> my god her being the cutest person in the world every time she takes out her fucking earbuds to like listen to the crowd and the crowd fucking goes crazy and she like just is like gen- she's just like smiles. smiles and just like is like so happy and just like smiling and just like seems shocked that it's happening and i'm like i don't you fascinate me right like i don't understand like that's the thing that just like absolutely bewilders me about about her because it's like either she is that genuine yeah. while being such a pop star or she is the biggest master manipulator of all time. I know. And I highly doubt that she's the biggest master manipulator of all time. I don't know if you talk to I don't I don't I don't know. I think there's a lot of people who would actually disagree. There's a Probably. lot of fucking people who hate Taylor Swift. So I honestly, I mean it wouldn't shock me. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I choose to believe she's genuine, so. I choose to believe she's genuine, too, just because, like, I feel like the facade would have to break at some point with some of the stuff she deals with. Yeah. From, like, crazy, like, 
crazy but disrespectful fans. Yeah. Oh my god. Like sure. people who like don't. People I mean, who don't like respect her space and her the, privacy. And... Did you hear about the fans that chased the bus, her car? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of shit that's just like, what are you fucking doing? And even then, because the fucking the security guard that like said something offhand about like next time I see you, you're dead or something. Yeah. Taylor Swift still fired that security guard. I'm sure he got like a decent like payout because she definitely had to fire him for the sake of her own. PR. That's true. Like, she had to fire him. Like, there are definitely, like, Ozzy could get away with having a security guard like that. Taylor Swift can't get away with having a security guard like that. So, I'm sure, I don't know, I honestly... Dude had, like, a scary, like, Western European accent. He did. Yeah, the accent did not help. I feel like, I feel like he also potentially could have been, like, trying to joke, but, like... It just sounded Because English is his second language, and he said it in... A scary, like, mm-hmm. fucking Russian or, like, Ukrainian, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is just, like, arguably one of the scariest accents. Like, it just sounds scary. Mm-hmm. People say German sounds scary, but German you can make sound cute if you act like a milkmaid. Yeah. That's the whole thing. But, like, I feel like there's no way to, to make, make like, Russian, or, Russian Ukrainian. or Ukrainian sound, like, non-threatening. Yeah. Like, it's just... At least not in English. You could, yeah, you could literally be saying, like, yeah, it's, like, in like in the language, you could probably come out, like, be fine, but... I don't know, there's just something about it. I say all this, and my fucking psychiatrist has a... She's Ukrainian, and she has, like, a really thick accent. Yeah, so I bet she, but she's very commanding. She... Well, no, she's not. She, she, answers, she answers my FaceTime calls. She's older, and so she... I FaceTime with her, and she holds the phone, like, three inches from her face, so it's just, like, her nostril and, like, the corner of her glasses or something. Like, she always answers the same way. Hello, Courtney! (laughs) And it's just, like, she she makes it sound non-threatening, but I think she's the only one. But when there's just, like, a man yelling at you Mm -hmm. in English, but with that accent, that doesn't even feel like a veiled threat. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so but, what was your favorite era of the performance did you like i know that's like the a taylor swift question. era the entire her entire existence no but like was there no truly like i want to know because obviously we did not get a lot of speak now we got enchanted but so like but like i don't know if we had like Visually. i'm so glad that out of the set list the one speak oh, now yeah. song that was consistent on the set list was enchanted because i do love that song um but yeah oh god that's so hard I honestly think it would have to, like, it, it's kind of a tie between, like, Lover, mm. because, just because I liked the choice of songs from yeah. that album that she did. Oh, same. Um, And then, I mean, Folklore and Evermore are both so oh, good, right, too. visually? It's and just visually, like, like, oh my gosh, Willow. Like, not uh. Taylor Swift taking folk albums, songs that would most people would never consider trying to play in a stadium tour and making them work in a stadium tour. Taylor doing witchcraft. Yeah, doing witchcraft. Like, oh <sighs> my god, it's like absolutely beautiful. I really liked 22 actually was really fun to watch, especially in the rain. It was really fun to watch. 22 was actually like... I had a thought about that. And, like, there's the whole hat thing yeah. where she gives the hat away. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how wet that hat was when she gave it to him? 
And then he just had to hold on to this wet hat for the rest of the performance. It might have been not, like, too, too wet. Yeah, I mean... she definitely, like, she doesn't wear the hat very long and before giving it to them. Because she yeah. puts it on for 22 and pretty much gives it away at the very end. So yeah. it, probably, it definitely, like, got wet, but I'm sure it's fine. That's true. Or they got to go back to the VIP tent. I'm sure that little boy, if that, that little boy that was handpicked by Taylor or Andrea to get the fucking hat was sitting in the VIP tent. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so, you know, the hat is not wet. <laughs> the, yeah, that's true. It's like, there was probably some, like, moment during the set that they, like, even switched out the hat she had been dancing in with for, like, a right. dry one Uh-oh. so it would be as dry as possible. But, yeah, no, absolutely magical. But, yeah. And just, like, I think... The f- just reputation, I screamed, oh my god. Oh, getting yeah. to see that was like... It's it's so hard picking one era because there were just... There was at least one song every era that was just like, you just wanted to... Yeah, you just like, you were like, oh, like, yes, like, oh, yes. It was just like, yeah, no, it was just every song on that set list. Like, she did such a good job picking songs for the consistent set list. Yeah. And then the fact that she swapped out Invisible String for the one made me really happy because mm. I much I much prefer the one over Invisible String. I liked String. both of them and I can totally see why she switched them out. Well done. Totally valid. So yeah, like I didn't like I was just like, okay, that's fine. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I'm like, that's valid. <laughs> and so, and yeah, and I just, I feel like it's, it's a more fun song to like dance mm. and sing along to. Yeah. And that was, that was a little bit of it for me too. So yeah, I just, yeah, there were just things. It's honestly, it's like honestly a blur. Like, I know to some degree it's a blur and it's all just like feelings of warmth. My my absolute favorite moment of that entire concert, though, was when she first sat down at the piano to mm-hmm. perform, and she was, like, giving her little monologue and, like, talking about it. And the entire time, she's, like, playing with the water on yeah, the top she, of... And she's, like, trying she's to like, wipe off the water. She's, she's, she's wiping it off, but she's also just, like, fucking playing with it. Like, at some point, she would, like, rub her hands around on it and then flick it off. Like, she was just, like... She was... <laughs> it was like watching a little kid like, talk to you while being, like, also just, like, <laughs> yeah, physically, like, doing something else completely aimlessly and yeah. randomly. Like, it was just so, it was such a precious moment. Truly. And I think, honestly, I have to say, like, I mean, she did, she did, pl- that was right before she played Invisible. Mm. And she was talking about how it was a song that she wrote when she was 13. Yeah. So, like, there's a part of me that, like, I feel like it play it kind of plays into, like, her, how genuine she comes off, is, like, that almost reads to me as, like, being almost in, like, a childlike state yeah. of vulnerability before playing that song as one yeah. of the, like, the surprise set yeah. things. I accept that it meant something to her. Exactly. Yeah, no, and I feel like it meant something to her, and that was, like, coming out in the fact that she was, like, having that, like, vulnerable moment. Because yeah. she probably knew in her head, like, this may oh, not yeah, be well, the song Oh, yeah, well, because debut, in my opinion, hear. I'm sure there's other Swifties that would absolutely choke me out for this sentence. But in my opinion, that was a deep cut. Because just, like, debut is one of the albums I know the least. Because at this point, since I'm, like, a late-blooming Swiftie, I really don't feel the need to go back to listen to debut for the most part outside of, like... 
the nostalgic songs for the most part. So, like, to me, in my opinion, that was a deep cut. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> but then I, on the other hand, like, not that, like, that song I, I, I didn't really know, but it was still, it was, I, I still enjoyed the song. Oh, like, I thought it was a beautiful song. Oh, yeah, of course. I was and... listening to it, and I was like... Oh yeah, you were thirteen when you wrote this. This is so dramatic. So Bob. dramatic. You're so dramatic. I know. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> no. And it was. Yeah. It was a beautiful song. But I was um, deep down thinking, please don't let one of the secret songs be anything from debut because the chances are I don't know it. And what do you know? <laughs> yeah. So the the acoustic song she did on the guitar was "Question" from Midnight's. And that song, like. Mm-hmm brought up when I first listened to Midnight's that song brought up some really strong feelings that I didn't know that I had nor had I addressed so that song meant a lot to me when the the album came out I was not expecting it to be a surprise song I kind of figured it was at some point I assumed she was going to do every Midnight song that isn't on the set list I think will end up getting played eventually in a surprise song. So I'm not surprised it was a midnight song necessarily. I was stoked when it was questions though, because that's just like such a good song. Yeah. There just were a lot of other songs that I really wish. I know. Same. Like like I mean, granted, I'm very lucky because I got um, night one. Should have said no. Actually, was I was super stoked about that. Like that was great. And then Better Man. I forgot. Which was also Why are really you good. here? I hate you. I forgot that I'm like super bitter at you <laughs> about that. I was literally out at the bar with Kristen when you yeah. texted, and I literally screamed in the middle of the bar. And people had just been watching the Celtics game and the Celtics lost, so everybody had been yelling. Yeah, and and then like, all of a sudden I let this. out I let out this blood curdling scream and I thought that it was gonna bring attention to me no. in the moment because I was like as I did it, I was like, Oh fuck, shut up, like don't but don't no, look at me. Was sports screaming. But everyone thought I was just screaming about sports, so they You were like, it. no, this is much more important. I don't care about your sport ball. I know. I don't know what <laughs> happened. I, like, lit the joint, smoked it a little bit, put it down, forgot it was there, took out another one, lit it, smoked it, realized I still had the other one, so I've just been... Like, yeah, okay, leave me alone. I, I, the reason she's explaining is because I just noticed that she has a mostly smoked joint in her hand that she's smoking, but then there's also one that's just, like, literally, like, maybe barely a quarter of the way smoked, just sitting on top of her phone next to her, and I'm like, are you <laughs> double fisting joints tonight? Yes, I am, truly. Also, let's totally fucking talk about our vapes. Uh, we had, okay, so Sunday, fabulous transition into Sunday. So Sunday, our friend Sarah, she had scored ticket, one ticket at like 4 a.m. for $1,000 in the nodes bleeds, but it was still a really good seat, and I would have totally paid $1,000 for her seat. That was actually a steal comparatively to what prices ended up going for, like, day of, like, fucking absurd. But so, so we, um, but since it was nice and tailgating was gonna happen, and a lot of stuff still happens, like, Gillette Stadium has this whole mall area, so obviously there was still a bunch of stuff going on. So we were like, okay, we live close by, let's go with Sarah to Gillette so we can go, like, 
hang out. We'll still get cute and we will stalk Ticketmaster because we were waiting for Ticketmaster drops to happen, even though they were no longer doing set times and they were no longer doing a queue. You just had to be consistently refreshing the page, hoping that you got the map in order to purchase tickets. So we got to the venue. <laughs> Each of us at one point consistently, a one, not there was not one point when not one of us was not refreshing that screen for at least five or six hours. Just over and over and over again. Yep, just and hoping. And the important. worst part is, is that we realize how insane that sounds that we were yeah. doing that. We weren't the only ones. Mm-mm, no, there were there. Apparently, it was like twenty thousand people that just went and stood outside yeah, that's Gillette like Stadium. Average, that's been like the average every stadium, dude. Is an additional twenty thousand people outside of ticket purchasers showing up at the stadium? Yeah, and one of my friends actually messaged me because she was literally uh, one of my friends from high school was apparently there. We didn't run into her, but. She messaged me, like, mm-hmm. after I had posted something about it, and she was like, there were 20,000 people, like, outside of the stadium. That's crazy. Yet there were still empty seats inside. Yeah. But no, we, wait, we need to go back. Oh, yeah. So, um, on Sunday, I had the, I don't know, I was just like, I want to go, I want to go to the dispensary. Let's go to Native Sun. I like Native Sun. Courtney was like, what do you need? And I was like, I don't know. I don't need anything technically. I just have this feeling. So we went. And I like Native Sun because they have these. I mean, they're rec only, which is a bums for me because I have my med card. But um, they have these fun little kiosks that you just go up to and you just put in your order. Or you can put in your order online. But I like going there and, like, doing the little iPad. And we put in our order only to, like, fucking change everything yeah, about it when because, we got because the- so we were standing there in line and all of a sudden the bra- the screen that they have for, like, advertisement flicks and it shows, like, PAX, um, PAX, which their PAX era is the name of their battery, um, like, Taylor Swift Midnight's Edition. So it's this cool midnight blue with, like, these black splatters and this other shade of blue. So we were like, oh, fuck, and it was free if you bought two single grams of Lavender Haze, <laughs> which is a Taylor Swift song. Like, so well done. So when we got up there, we were like, ma'am, tell us about this. And she was like, okay. So we had to fucking finagle our cart so that way we could get the four packs lavender haze and then we could each have our taylor swift midnight's packs era limited edition <laughs> vapes as the consolation prize that we were um anticipating when we weren't gonna get tickets when we knew we knew all along we weren't gonna get tickets when we were there we well, were we just were trying to manifest we yes were trying to trying to manifest it we was also to fun positive. to commiserate commiserate with the other swifties who were also there also stocking ticketing at um everyone just like, I was reading the the Eratores ticks yeah um Twitter that posts like updates and tips and everything I was like reading them out loud to everyone around us even though we're all trying to get last minute yeah. tickets so technically they're all the fucking yeah, they enemy. were the competition like <laughs> it's okay because I bet you none of us got tickets oh, because yeah. ticketmaster is garbage because ticket prices did not go down they only continued to go up and then all of a sudden all like an hour into everything you're missing mm. you're missing one of the major details which was as like after we had been doing that right at 6 30 when the show started Ticketmaster brought up when you reloaded the page it all of a sudden went to 
uh, ticket sales are closed. The event has started. The event has started. Ticket sales are closed. So they basically stopped selling the tickets. So obviously the ticket prices that were starting to go down on like StubHub and SeatGeek jumped because it was the only place where you could get the tickets. Mm -hmm. And it was like literally corner behind the stage nosebleeds. The absolute farthest away you could be. the, The absolute, like literally... The, like, there are no bad seats, but the absolute worst you could get where, like, your view of every element is somewhat limited. Yeah. In some way, it was still freaking, like, I mean, at one point... It was up to I think two it, grand one yeah, point. Like it, I don't think it dropped below 1100 at yeah, all, Yeah, remember ever. that point when I said, hey, it went down $500. Prices are going to go down. And then all of a sudden, they just fucking skyrocketed. And then we managed to find burritos. We found burritos and we found a patio with a table mm-hmm. where we could sit down and have drinks and eat our burritos and could still hear the concert yeah. as it was going on. But here's where the fun thing comes mm-hmm. into play. Ticket bastard. Ticket bastards. Um, this is all alleged. This is this is alleged. This is our conspiracy theory. But I know that there's a lot of people who share this with us. Yes. Because one thing that that Ticketmaster does is their dynamic pricing based on demand. Mm-hmm. And from the very beginning, Taylor was like, we're not doing that. We're opting to have dynamic pricing. They I'm not sh- going to let you just jack up the prices of my tickets on my fans. So we already kind of had a theory that a lot of like the bots and the reason Ticketmaster was sucking at doing things was because they were purposely trying to make it like... They were purposely trying to get the hand them into the hands of the resellers yep. because they were getting extra money by selling them through resellers. Yeah. Or they were the resellers. Like, they're just... Yeah, they Ticketmaster bots Have their so hood cool. on, and yeah. then they're just like, surprise, it's, it's us. Like, no, it's like Live Nation buys the tickets. You know, yeah. and you know where Live Nation is technically different, but it's just... But, you know, it's like, you know, yeah. it's, it's all fucking... BS corporate bullshit, yeah. So, like, bots buying up tickets on people. Like, the bots are literally created by Ticketmaster so that Ticketmaster can sell them on resale websites under the guise of... They, they're basically forcing demand. Yeah. Or they're controlling demand by being like, oh, all these are, so, all of our tickets, all of the ones we have mm-hmm. are sold out. There are none left. So the only ones available are the people who are selling them online for way more. When they're not even. When really it's people. just like bots that Ticketmaster yeah. created. The, we, we, we already kind of had that theory. Yeah. But then something suspicious happened. Suspicious. Um, so after posting a message on their site saying that ticket sales were closed because the event had started, all of a sudden, about, like, like, what time would you say? Probably, like, somewhere 845, 9 8.45, almost 9, yeah. Because it was right before we decided to leave. It was just before we decided to leave. We were eating our consolation, consultation burritos consultation burritos um talking to the other 30 year olds that were there they were like yeah my kids in the concert it's date night (laughs) what a weird part of 
the concert experience I've never considered, but now that I'm 30. teenage girls' parents that were using it, (laughs) like, as a night to go out to, like, the the bars in the area while their, like, 13-year-old daughters were at the concert. (laughs) It was fucking Such a weird culture I never thought existed. But but okay, back on to how Ticketmaster Um, screwed us all. Well, all of a sudden... But uh, it happened on SeatGeek first. I, like, reloaded it, and it was like, there are no more tickets available. And literally, like, maybe five minutes before, there was, like, 200-plus listings. Yeah. All at, like, insane prices. Like, these nosebleed seats for, like, $1,800. Yeah, that are just, like, not worth it. Obstructed view, like, nosebleeds, $1,800. Like, you're mainly watching the screen on the side of the stage. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so... That SeatGeek all of a sudden was like, went from 200 listings to nothing. And then maybe about half an hour later, yeah. the same thing happened on StubHub. You yeah. were still looking at StubHub and you were like, oh, StubHub says it doesn't have anything Yeah, I was like, oh anymore. shit, everything's gone. And we were like, everything's gone. And then I looked at the Eras Tortix uh, Twitter. Yes. And people were posting. With timestamps, images where an hour and a half into Taylor's set, Ticketmaster just quietly started dropping floor tickets. tickets. Yeah, face value. At face value. Which is like, which is under $500. Yeah, it was like $300, $400. People, there were people, oh my God, because yeah. I remember I was sitting there, and I think one of the craziest things was refreshing the page, and then suddenly seeing, like, this ticket, like, sold for, like, 1700 and it's these, like, nosebleeds, and it's just crazy to watch. But refresh. did it really sell, or were they just I don't slowly know. pulling them? I don't know! But awfully convenient that when people stopped paying the jacked-up prices... On the third-party websites, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Ticketmaster is selling tickets at face value again. Hmm. I wonder who decided that they were no longer going to get more money for the tickets than face value. So decided, I want to at least get face value. Yeah, exactly. When you could have just had that money all along to begin with. Ticket bastards, we are on to you. I know. Like, it sucks. They suck. It absolutely blows. But, I mean... It still ended up being, like, a fun day. Oh, yeah. It was still super fun overall and thoroughly enjoyed my time. And 10 out of 10 would do it again. Would do it again. I I do wish I had gotten a dry show. Yeah. I do wish I had we had gotten to be in there for Red and I, know. Um, I, I Think He Knows. So, like, I'm so upset. I went to two shows and she does, like... Oh, how did I get four secret songs and none of those four secret songs really cracked my top ten of songs? Like, they're all great songs. I'm grateful for them. I'm not saying they're bad songs, but me personally, in the discography of Taylor Swift, it didn't even crack the top ten because that's how big her discography is. Like, (laughs) like they weren't bad songs. They just weren't any of my tops. And then she plays two of my tops the last night. Like, Taylor, that's a personal attack on me. I know. It's, like, it's fucking rude. But, I mean... And also, what do you think? Because I know she says that she, like, picks them last minute, like, based on... 
I was watching a video. Mm. I was watching a video because I wanted to see. I wanted to see the video of her uh, doing "Come Back, Be Here" because oh, yeah. I like to torture myself. Yeah, and it. The video started kind of in the middle of it, but it seemed like she was talking to somebody in the audience and she was like, you want me to do Come Back, Be Here? I can do Come Back, Be Here. And that's like how it happened. Yeah, but was that just an act? She's such a good actress. It's Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I don't know if it was like she was planning on playing it and... Or someone a, just happened. Somebody happened to yell it, and she was like, I was already planning on playing it, so Perfect. I can take this moment. Or does she actually just kind of decide based on... I don't think in the moment. I think she decides... I think she decides, like, before she goes on and practices before she goes on. Because some of these songs, like, Invisible. Yeah. Like, how long has it been since she's played that, like... You know, oh, I'm sure yeah. she had to, like, brush well, up. Well, she also probably, like... She probably kind of in some way knows at least a short list of what she's gonna yeah. use as um surprise songs so any that were old she probably practiced before starting the tour in mm. general like yeah. if she knew that one night she was gonna choose to do it i just would i don't know i would just bet that she chooses like during rehearsal probably. like you know she like makes the final call like during a rehearsal and what she wants to do and then she does rehearsal with those songs yeah that that makes sense. That's that's why I think she probably does because she definitely knows what she's doing by rehearsal. That's like, the point of rehearsal. Yeah, I literally like can't even. I know it's wild. We literally can't even like I do can't... anything, let alone what she does. I think my favorite performance of Midnight's was. Um, oh my god, it's hard for me not to pick Vigilante shit because that just like the moment that all of that that was just that that was amazing. But like, if I just set that aside, Lavender Haze. But also Midnight Rain, but Lavender. Like all of Midnight's. All of Midnight's. So good. I can't fathom the, like, any aspect of putting on a show like that. Mm. Like, to remember everything, like, all of those steps in every oh, yeah. moment of that three-hour set. Yeah. That's a long set. Bitch works hard. I can't even, I can't even get my ass out of bed and fucking I know. log on to my computer and take my medication before I'm supposed to start working. I know, right? It's difficult. And then there's Taylor Swift. That's okay. She's inhuman. That's, that is okay. She's not a human. She's perfect. So. It's yeah, fine. so she's not a human. She can't be, she cannot possibly be uh, a human. She is a being from another plane of existence. Truly. That... I'm just grateful that I got to be in the same universe as Taylor Swift. Like, there's a reality where she doesn't exist and she didn't get a record deal, and I'm really sorry for that alternate timeline. I know. that, Like, all of those alternate timelines. Yeah, any alternate timeline. There's, like, that an infinite Swift. number yeah. of them. And we somehow got the one with Taylor Swift. You know? So, you know, I would say... Life isn't all the time all that bad, hypothetically. <laughs> and I think that's where we should end it. <laughs> I think I think that's the perfect ending for this it just, episode. It just wraps it up. Um, let's see how long the serotonin lasts in our brain that we got from Taylor Swift. We're feeling good and we're going to keep recording. We're going to try at least. So thank you for listening. Sorry we've been gone for a while. Our reasons are valid. We just don't care to tell you. Good night. Good night.
don't be mad, get even, cause on the weekends, I'm just for, for friends. friends, baby, I've been dressing for revenge. revenge. Dude, that, that is just like lived in my head. I'm it's just that kidding. whole performance has just lived in my bread head and has my bread it lived in my bread and has altered my brain chemistry in ways i can't imagine i'm fucking keeping this <laughs> audio to add into the ah. episode but anyway i think i think this will be 